Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to Her Creative Freedom Podcast. How is everyone doing? I truly hope, however that may be, you are the happiest you've ever been in this very moment. Today we have a dear friend of mine joining us. I'm really excited because I actually haven't seen her in years, but I've been following her through social media on her life journey, her life path. Madison Kura and I worked together years ago, experienced bad relationships, depression, anxiety, and now she has and is blossoming into the most beautiful spiritual soul with an incredible story and life purpose to help others. She is an artist in photography, in jewelry, a dog mom, and has now tapped into her spiritual channeling career. I'm so excited for her to share her story with you. It is incredibly inspiring. I absolutely could listen to her all day. So please sit back and enjoy this incredible, authentic message with Miss Madison. Okay, so first and foremost, thank you for spending your morning and afternoon with me. Aw, thank you for having me. It's so nice to see you. I know. It's literally (laughs) been years, which I do want to start there is how we know each other. So we worked for RSS. What does that even stand for? I can't even remember. Um, Residential Support Services. (laughs) Yeah, so working Mm -hmm. with people with disabilities, and that was like... A huge eye-opener of, oh, of a career you absolutely. were there a lot longer than me but mm-hmm. yeah it was an amazing time so we worked together how many years ago oh my goodness I guess over like six or seven I yeah, feel like I would say definitely over five years ago within that decade gap you know it was um, a long time ago yeah six seven years ago for sure now yeah and I know Maddie I call you Maddie I just think that's yeah. Mads Maddie totally. Madison Love whatever it. comes to mind Love it. but you have always just been like such a free spirit, <laughs> down to earth girl, just like such a bundle of joy. Mm. But when we were together, I also knew that you were like going through some depression, anxiety yes. as well. Yes. So we'll start before we get into that, just introducing yourself. Yes. It can be as brief as you want, it can be as long as you I want, but it. yeah, just of kind of course. telling the channel who you are. Okay. So yes, I am Madison Kura. I am now 28 years old. Um, I have gone through, yeah, like some major life changes in the past couple of years. I am a photographer. I am a jeweler. I did have to stop doing that stuff for oh, a yeah. bit. Yeah. Cause my that. wrist. Um, but yeah, I'm a dog mama. I am just so beyond in love with everything spiritual, the spiritual realm. Um, what else about me? <laughs> Basically artist big into spirituality yeah that's beautiful I I knew you were a photographer what yes. are you currently doing with that yeah so you know I'm actually just getting back into it because I really find that now with my spirituality it kind of like you put a lot of time my third into eye it. oh yeah I went to school for photography and you know that really was how I was supporting myself that in jewelry for a really long time so I was doing weddings, I did family, I did babies, like I did everything, you name it. I just wasn't super into like architecture, you could say. Yeah. But then when I injured myself, I mean, divine intervention, absolutely. Because then my spiritual side started to come out because I couldn't do anything but sit and lay down for so long I couldn't even hold my cell phone my wrist was so bad just like arthritis I had arthritis tendinitis and um oh there was another one and when the doctor told me uh, I try not to focus on it too much because I noticed when I when I shift my focus the healing just it really 100% yeah yeah yeah. so um when the doctor told me I was like is that even a thing can you have all of these things in one wrist and he's like yeah like you really did a number on it 
But then, because I couldn't use the right hand, it went into the left. Yes. So I was living with a girl at the time, and I felt bad because, you know, we had to shovel the driveway and do all that stuff, and she had to take on that, and I did more of the, you know, small house things, but that still was really even hard for me to do. But yeah, just divine intervention, absolutely, because then I was able to awaken that spiritual realm within me. Yeah. And now, because I am where I am, I'm in a such, I'm in such a good place compared to where I used to be, and it just truly feels, I do feel grateful to wake up every day and be like, wow, this is what I've created for myself. Yes. So I am bringing my photography back into my life. I took a break for a bit because I was like, spiritual 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 like diving into the energy work the channeling all of that stuff but now I just did a, a little mini wedding last weekend I'm just doing more intimate weddings now um, I do family stuff um, getting back into my creative stuff nice and just this week I, you know I have my whole I'll show you after but I have this um it's set up downstairs I have my spiritual side and then I have my creative side right I really had a hard time wanting to go back into the jewelry for a really long time because when I was doing the jewelry stuff I was in such a painful spot of my life yes I was using drugs I was mentally unhealthy like so mentally unhealthy I was on like mental health drugs all this different stuff yes I remember that because that was when we had Taylor yeah Yeah. and so you know it was a really good outlet for me at the time with everything going on with my hair and stuff my keeping my hands busy but it was hard for me the last couple years even with all the spiritual knowledge to go back into that because it was so triggering yeah right yeah but after an amazing session with uh, Nora, Nora Harold this week, she's an amazing channel. And whenever I'm feeling like I need some guidance in my life, because, you know, channeling for yourself is a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Channeling for other people is one thing. But so this is the woman, one of the people that I, I really go to. And the beings that she channels, they were like, get back on your Etsy. Like, you know, we feel yes. that this with your channeling, this is how you're going to be able to bring that abundance back in. Right. So. Yeah, that's Yay. kind of where I'm So you do now. have an Etsy account. Okay, so I did have an Etsy account a couple years ago. Did fantastic. Like, it was popping. Like, I was making a lot What kind lot of jewelry of do you make? I want some jewelry. Oh, my God, I would love to I make want jewelry. I, I want think, honestly, jewelry. everything. My style has kind of changed now. I mean, there's still pieces that I made, and I'm like, okay, that was my higher self. Oh, because you were totally into the body jewelry. Yeah, like... I bought, I bought one from you. Oh, I'm remembering yeah. this now. Yeah, <laughs> so I do, like... More like festival type jewelry. I yes. make harnesses, you know. Um, just honestly, a whole bunch of different stuff. I used to design clothes. I have one top that's oh, my I remember favorite. This. Yeah. It's called the Madison top. And I know that, that was, I was for sure channeling in that moment when I was putting that shirt together. Because I still look back on it. Again, my style has changed so much. But I look back at it and I'm like, damn, that's a sick top. Like, <laughs> I love it, you know. So, yeah, I'm excited to get back into that stuff. Because now... I can bring that state that I have tapped into yes. back into that creative outlet for myself. Yeah. I love it. Thanks, babe. So going into a little bit more detail, kind of taking us on a journey yeah. in the life of Maddie, Madison, mm-hmm. Mads. When we last saw each other, I know you had the hair stuff. Yes. And oh, yeah, I'm very open about everything. Yeah, and mm-hmm. their anxiety and the depression kind of take us through that journey of like your old identity, yes. the experiences you went through, kind of the awakening moments that you had to yes. your beautiful self now. Oh, I love it. Okay, well, I don't know. You can edit out whatever Every, is too much. No, I just, just I'm very open about my story. No, I love it. Talk. That. You know, this is your platform. Awesome. Love it. Thanks, Cass. Okay, so 
Yeah, basically from a very young age, I've kind of had some like hypnotic regression and it started when I was very young at the age of three, but I didn't, I I couldn't consciously remember that. And so the hair pulling started when I was about three years old and um, loved my family to death, but definitely was picking up on some stuff. I'm a very sensitive person. And my dad actually has similar kind of tendencies. It's not nearly as bad, but I think I was really wanting his approval so badly. I've adopted a lot of his characteristics, perfectionism, a whole bunch of different things to really try to get his attention. And... I was the youngest in my family. I'm very, very different than everyone in my family. They're all like very conservative, have, you know, tons of money, married babies, whatever. And I'm the one who's kind of, you know, I've, I'm so grateful now, so grateful for this journey, but yeah, like just never feeling like I fit in. Right. So from a very young age using the hair pulling, it's called trickle tickamania. And it's soothing. So right. people who don't pull their hair out, they're like, how could that be soothing? But anyone who is listening to this that does do that, or like a BFRB, first of all, love you. And second of all, they completely understand why it's so soothing. It honestly kind of is in the same category as cutting. Um, I've had I was going to say eating disorders. Absolutely. All of that stuff. It's yes, all the same. 100% yeah. it is. And I've done a lot of different therapies um, over the last decade, more than that even. And it all comes down to it is an like a form of addiction, yeah. the hair pulling. So yeah, I when I was in high school, everyone would be like, I love your hair, it's so beautiful and long. And I'd be they'd be like, Oh, like we should we should switch hair. And I'm like, you don't even know. I would in two seconds if I could. I have bald spots everywhere. I'm just really good at hiding them. It wasn't as bad in high school because I actually had a really good high school. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, every time I drive by, I'm like, thank God I had a good high school, yeah. right? It would have been kind of triggering if so, but <laughs> great high school, lots of great friends. And then, yeah, after high school is when I really started to branch out and um, my best friend Tisha and I kind of started getting into shows and being a little different and some of my friends from high school not resonating with that and so I was once again kind of the outcast I guess we were the outcast together um but then that's when things got really great but then also not so great so we were having so much fun we were actually tapping into a lot of spiritual things without even realizing it consciously at the time um we were on the path for sure but then you know you get into things like drugs and people that aren't the best for you and I fell very deeply in love, but it was a very toxic relationship. And so my OCD, my depression, my anxiety, my perfectionism, all of that came out really hardcore. And that was around the time when we were working at RSS yeah. together. After, you know, just this bad breakup and being let down and having these expectations for my life and... Um, all of that stuff that society makes us feel like we need to have, yes, right? And especially yes. with my family all being married off and having babies. And I, I've i always felt deep within, like I'm so excited to have kids. Like I am. I definitely want to develop my channeling career more and all that stuff. But at that time, I wasn't into the channeling per se. No, and that, yeah. so it wasn't as important to me. So I was like, I want to have babies. Like I want to get married, blah, blah, blah. And then that didn't happen. And my girl, Aria, my soulmate, came into my life. And since that, like, since that time, that's when things have really taken a turn. Yeah, just divinely connected and 
it's hard to explain with words, really. No, how that I get relationship it. Is That's her me. beautiful dog. If anyone yes. doesn't know, <laughs> my cute golden doodle. So cute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then the depression and the anxiety and the OCD was getting like almost worse without me even realizing it. So my desire for healing, my desire for strength, my desire for all of these positive things was actually growing every single day because when you're on one opposite end of the spectrum the other end is kind of lit up and it's you have that like soul desire to get out and do more and be more right one thousand percent yeah it's almost like when you not necessarily hit rock bottom but kind of hit rock bottom it's almost like you you have no other choice but to do something different Absolutely, and then that's the path babe. that you take 100 absolutely oh you i yeah that's i can so relate on. to that yeah yeah so then this is kind of where the wrist injury comes into play because i moved back home with my parents for a bit with aria um they originally said no dogs in the house but they were so excited for me to move back home with them and get out of the situation that i was in that they're like we'll even let your dog come you know because <laughs> awesome. i was like if not like i'm not gonna make that decision because like i need to have my dog with me you know yeah love my parents to death but there was some anxiety around that so I was was using behind their backs and doing so much jewelry doing so much photography and I was serving part-time at the time as well a lot of work a lot of stress on my arm so many long hours and I ended up yeah with a really bad wrist injury which did change my life for sure because like I said I had to just like sit at home basically and do nothing and at this point I was transitioning from moving from my parents house to um, a place on White Ave with a girlfriend of mine and I'm so grateful for that experience because I think that's really helped my parents and I relationship it's gotten a lot stronger a lot healthier and better But yeah, so I basically sat with myself for six months. Almost, I just had a very jarring experience one night actually with drugs. And the next morning I woke up and I said to myself, this, I'm over this. Like, this is not me. This is not who I am. Yeah. I know within that I am so much better than what I have created for myself. I, you know, when you just feel inside, you're like, this is not me. Like, I know I'm better than this. And that feeling of like, I know I was put on this earth to do so much more. Yes. And it's like right there and you can, it's about to explode, but you're like getting in your own way. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I felt that so deeply within and I was just, I remember being on my bed and just losing my mind. Like I was crying so hard. My roommate wasn't home at the time. Thank God. She probably would have called the cops. Like what is (laughs) happening right now? My roommate is going insane. Losing her mind. (laughs) And yeah, it was a couple hours of me just like weeping and looking at my dog and being like, I'm not even taking care of you as good as I know I could be. And her hair would get too long. She would have mats, like small things. But when it's your world, you feel it so deeply. Yes. It's not small. It's huge, right? Yeah. Like I am better than this. I'm yeah. a better mom than this. All of that stuff. Yeah. So, but it was bizarre. And I totally understand that when you're not there, um, it seems a little woo-woo. It's like, oh, you like felt this energy come over you. But no, straight up, I was on my bed. I finally just like let up. And I felt, it was almost like a hallucinogenic experience, but I was sober, you know, but I felt this like energy come over me. And it was, it's not like I heard a voice like in my <laughs> ear, but it was so loud and profound. And it was like, this was a stage in your life. like this period is ending like this is only the beginning like you have so much more to do and it was very profound so profound that I 
like immediately it was just like whoa okay there's like work that needs to be done it was crazy it's it once again kind of hard to explain with words so then I called up my other best friend you know her Courtney Clark we love her yeah she is uh she's literally an angel she's the best A, a walking angel she truly is yeah, I came clean to her about everything. Just very easy to talk to. You yeah. know that. You can yeah. tell her She's anything. She's so non-judgmental. And, like, yeah. you both are just so... We all have something, like, whether it's depression or anxiety that we have to deal with. But you guys were just so, like, open and mm-hmm. positive and there for each other and so non-judgmental. Like, it's just so beautiful. Love well, it. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and she truly, truly is. I think because of her struggles, you know, when you feel things so deeply, you can. It's easier for you to be there for yeah. others and to not judge because you're just like, you know, I've been dealing with my own stuff, and I understand that. Like, we don't truly understand what anyone else is going through, what has led them to make these decisions. So, how are we to give our opinions or 100%. whatever? Right? Like, we're just here to listen. And yeah, I truly do believe that she's like a walking angel, but. I, um, yeah, I came clean to her and of course she was so supportive. She's like, you can do this. Like, I don't care. Like what you've said before, what you've done, like you've got this, like you can do this. I can totally see her. Yeah. Just, and we lived super close at the time too. So I literally just like ran over to her house and, and then she's giving me all these books and she's like, you need to, you need to get on this medical medium diet, which I love him. He's amazing. Amazing. Like he is amazing. Yeah. He truly is. He's awesome. He's he channels spirit. Literally, he channels yeah. the spirit of compassion and just writes through him and just... Have you done any of his cleanses? Yes, I have. Um, mm-hmm. So I recently... Steve and I both did the mono eating. <gasps> you did? What did you eat? What was your food of papaya. choice? Papaya. I and love papaya. I know. And so do I. So... And Steve did peas. Okay. Bless his heart because I couldn't. But he probably would do peas again because he, he knows now what it's like. Right. But he had a hard time because... Right. Peas are super high in proteins. So it's great, but yeah. I don't know. Like that just seems like a lot. Where papaya to me is like refreshing and oh vibrant, and gosh. honestly tastes so good. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough for the first three four days because mm-hmm. I drink coffee, so that caffeine right. withdrawal and headache was so real. Right. However, oh my gosh, like we're gonna do it again in September it was the bet we did it for a week wow. and it was unreal I was so proud of myself because I've never really committed to a cleanse like that of right. eating the same thing and people mm-hmm. like didn't understand they're like you're literally eating the same thing but I think yeah. I ate like six of the pies a day oh absolutely of course and yeah. I I felt so unreal mm, I loved it yeah he's incredible I've I've done a couple of his cleanses and the 28 day raw fruits and vegetable was pretty tough That'd honestly be tough. at the beginning because that's kind of when I was like I definitely fell off the wagon a couple times but tried my best to just keep going keep going yeah. keep going like I think I put some cooked potatoes in there and stuff like that because it was too I I tend to do things in extremes I get very excited Same. about things yeah yeah and so I went from like I actually put myself in the hospital from Anthony Williams protocol. Yeah, I did. Why? It was so bad. So I did the heavy metal detox smoothie and I accidentally dumped too much spirulina in it. Oh no. Yeah, I felt so bad because me and my girlfriend at the time, um, we actually only had one bathroom and she worked the next day. And I woke up three three hours out. I just like chugged the smoothie down. So I'm like, spirulina is so expensive. I'm just going to drink this smoothie. And... 
three hours after I went to bed, I didn't even make it downstairs to the bathroom. I just started puking everywhere. And then I was in the bathroom the whole night and I was so dehydrated. I yeah. knew I was something was wrong. Yeah, my parents drove in from the lake. My brother's wife, who was pregnant at the time, had to wheel me into the hospital. And of course, divine intervention, Courtney was working that day and she came and found me and yeah, gave us a, a new wheelchair and all this stuff and was coming and checking up on me oh, and she's everything. The best. I know. Oh my so god. So that pretty. smoothie is really good though. It is. If you do it properly, so I did just you just have too much? Too much spirulina. Uh. And my body was so toxic from everything, everything. I was putting into it, right? Yeah. So I just I did you know, a lot of my friends are always like, Oh, you're so funny. You do things in extremes. You know, I get very excited. I'm learning balance now, but I should have eased myself into yeah. maybe done a lighter cleanse before just doing like detoxes. Well, detox that's why that. I did the the mono because especially with my relationship with food, I'm like, if mm. I can only just think about one item, mm-hmm. that brings me peace. But looking yes. at that one or the 369, I'm like, yeah. this seems like too much. And it just like, oh, I would mm-hmm. just get too jittery about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, we'll just start somewhere. You know, I've, I really wanted to redo the 369 um, recently. It You just, you know, you have to gauge where you're at financially and 100%. With, with work and with everything. Because it does take a lot out of you. You just have to be easy on yourself and... You know, you can always do these things when you're in a better state too. There's no pressure to do it now, you know? Like you just start eating healthier. You just start making more clean choices and just like make sure that you're eating food with no TV on and just, you know, really really engaging in it. Yeah, saying thank you. You can like alchemize your food with doing like different, you know, just different spiritual practices and stuff, right? That can help the food digest better and be better for you. So medical, the medical medium, Anthony William, his name. And from there, that's truly where my journey did start because then I was like cleaning my body up. I was talking to my spirit guides more because Anthony William talks about, you know, all of that stuff subtly. If you go, if you dive deep into his work, he, he definitely does talk about that stuff. So then I... It was, again, just kind of crazy how it happened. Started getting into channeling. So I'm like, this guy channels the spirit of compassion. Just getting triggered within being, why does this feel so familiar to me, yeah. you know? My parents helped me buy a house because oh, they were so proud of being this, like, degenerate human to getting my life together. And I was trying to find places to rent, and I kept getting scammed and all this stuff. And then... One day they took me out to the lake and they're like, yeah, we uh, did a little something cool for you. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was really awesome. And when I, yeah, so I was just like getting super into um, all of this, this whole realm. I found this gentleman, uh, his name is Daryl Anka, but the entity that he channels is Bashar. And I was sitting on my bed and I felt this sense of homecoming that I'd never felt in my entire life. And I think I cried for like a week after, like dead serious, like a week after just being like, this is what I, this is what I am. This is what I do. Amazing. And I guess I'm now going to have to see how this unfolds for me and see what happens, you know, that desire in my heart. I got to a point where I was like, I am this person. I can't go to this nine to five every day, come home, meditate, do all these different things. I need to just be cultivating more of the life that I truly know that I am going to live and yeah. just be that now. Yeah. So then I knew channeling was a little bit too weird for my mom. I took a mediumship course and my parents kind of freaked out and I knew that channeling was going to be too much for them to handle. So I started with energy work. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So I, the spiritual 
I guess, path I went and who I work with is in, like, studied shamanism. Awesome. So what's the difference between shamanism and channeling? Is there a difference? Well... Like, when you say channeling, what... I mean, you can channel a shaman. There's some who actually did. So, yeah, basically, shamanism is, like, a way of life, kind of, in a way. Everything kind of is. I mean, channeling is a modality. So what channeling is, basically, is... So me, Madison Kura you cast you have your energy field right we have our energy fields and we all have spirit guides and most people who are channels and can and decided that that's what they want to do you've made a contract before you've come to earth that that's something that you have the option to do like you've made that agreement okay yeah right yeah so we live on a planet of free will so once you remember that or you have this experience where you connect with this being and they're like hey this is what we decided what we were going to do i'm going to help you you get to decide if you're going to continue to do that or not you know so for me it was like heck yeah i want to do this so when i got into my channeling class after a while of getting my parents in i started to learn the mechanics of channeling so basically these beings your unseen friend the being that i'm working with right now her name is samantha and so they come into your energy field through all these different processes that you learn in class and and everything like that and you your energies merge so much so that they can speak through you cool yeah so it's kind of like a little bit they don't come directly into your body but they kind of like work on your mind and your pathways. so would you be considered a spirit guide or I mean, separate technically okay. but i mean i have other spirit guides golden eagle silva um i have a couple other ones but i'm not channeling them they're just here they're here right now to guide with you, us. Yeah. yeah exactly but samantha i guess you could call her a spirit guide because technically she's a spirit and she's guiding me yeah but she's more of like a multi-dimensional being that's just here to like have fun and spread joy and wisdom through me yeah and to just yeah express herself and her desires yeah i love that yeah yeah it's been fun so you started taking class working with someone yes yeah so i am a big research girl especially when it comes to channeling i just like all the time like just you know sitting on my bed on my laptop like research 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 and do you have gaia gaia tv no oh my gosh you gotta get it you are a spiritual moment for me right now like i need to get this you (laughs) You were the second person out of nowhere to tell Mm -hmm. me about this and i thought it was like a show on netflix okay but it's like netflix but yeah a spiritual netflix that's exactly what it is you need to get it it is fantastic Mm -hmm. so through your channeling are you taking clients or people on so that is or that's the direction you're going yeah so that's kind of remember i was saying that i had that session with nora this week i've been get kind of getting the download that this is kind of i need to start doing this and um i thought you were already so yeah i've been giving them out for free because okay. it's practice right you have yeah. to start somewhere 100 i'm starting to i'm going out to my cabin next week for a week so i'm just going to work on my website and I'm going to start doing paid sessions. Nice. So that, and I'm going to do like a couple of different things, like a channeled session, one question reading, um, chakra energy healing, tune up, all of that kind of stuff. So there's a couple of different options. And then, yeah, I'm going to do that with my jewelry and photography and just see where that goes. Yeah. I love the having the streams of 
income. Yeah. I mean, money is great, but it's more about the passion behind it. Exactly. That makes 100%. it so much more worth it and Absolutely. makes it abundant. Like if there's passion behind what you're doing, mm-hmm. the abundance will just come. Absolutely. And I, I love that. I agree more a hundred percent. So I just got to a point where I was like, you know, like I said, I'm still working for my dad a little bit here and there and it's nothing to do with his company or anything. I just, I come home and I am drained. I'm not feeling good. It's That's not my environment. I know that I'm meant to be doing something else. So it's kind of like, I don't want to say wasting my time, but it's just, it's not in the yeah. direction that I'm going. But he, that's your moneymaker right now. Yes, that's, exactly. Yeah. So, and that and photography. So as I get more back into the jewelry and the painting and start charging for my sessions, you know, because I put so much money into this, like thousands and thousands. Into your channeling. Into my channeling, yeah. yes, with personal sessions and with my classes and you know intuition or tuitions a lot so yeah I just and I put a lot of my time and energy into it so it's about time that I start respecting and valuing myself right and what's coming through there's been a lot of sessions where people have been like that was extremely helpful like you know so and it takes time to know your worth enough to charge especially with photography something that I am learning Mm -hmm. is how much am I going to charge Absolutely. how much are you worth and mm-hmm. even when I started to get inquiries about weddings too and I give them my price for video yeah they're like oh no thanks but it's like they're gonna come and go and it's something I had to accept right yeah, absolutely so it's definitely knowing your worth for that absolutely. I think one thing that I learned too is that it's okay to have like what I do necessarily is my career but it's my money maker right but then my passion's on the side and right. that's very normal for a lot of people but something I did learn is that that's okay to have that money maker there for a while for right. forever however long you need to right if it's you know supporting you while you put your Absolutely. passion and your energy into your passion and also to where was my thought going with this I lost my train of thought that's okay. It comes back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Working your passion. Oh, learning that you don't have to have a nine to five. You do yes. not have to have a nine to five to be successful, to live the desired life that you want. Absolutely and not. I don't say that out loud enough to people in my life because they just won't understand. Right. But now that technically I do work an hour to an hour of time with the, with my full-time job, we'll say... But I have a lot of freedom around it. I don't right. go to an office and work a nine to five and come home. Like I right. work from home and I'm so grateful oh, yeah. for the company that I work for because I have the freedom. I genuinely love the people. Right. I love what we do. Like I love everything about it. Right. It's not my passion, but I love what I do. Right. And it's really shown me that working from home is my thing. Absolutely. Working around my own schedule is my thing. Not going to a nine to five and like... Oh, even just like thinking about it gives me anxiety. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I would never go Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm cultivating for myself again now, because that's just not the life that I can live. And I feel like it's hilarious because this is, of course this happens. Everyone's a reflection of you, some aspect of you, but everyone I meet is like, I'm off the nine to five. I'm doing my thing. We're making this work. We're bringing in the money, not the traditional way, doing it a different way. Yeah. 
100% and mm-hmm. and society I think ugh, the people that knock spirituality I'm like you have no idea what you're missing I know, like it I has know. changed my life for the better and Absolutely. I'm not even in it as deep as you are <laughs> but but for the amount of work and time that I've just like spiritually put into myself whether it's just like meditating or right. just like connecting for an hour out in the yes. wilderness like that yes. alone does so much but yes I think really diving into more of a spiritual realm and living my life through God essentially um, has made me want to just like get as far away from society as possible and that's really sad to say that we live in a world that I'm like I just want to disconnect and like live on the other side of society but I think the more human beings that kind of like awaken themselves to like what society really is and to the life that you could actually have I'm just grateful to be even a small part of right. of that, I guess, other side. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, society is a very, just like a sad place right now for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And mm-hmm. A lot going on. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing I've learned too, even like on my own healing journey, is that as I'm healing and my friends that I've been friends with for years aren't, we're just like not meshing anymore. Right, absolutely. And the more course. I heal, it's almost like the more they don't like me because mm. I'm triggering to them absolutely and something mm. I've had to like be okay with is just like being okay with the fact that like friends are going to come and go and I I have a hard time with that right. I hate losing people I yes. need to feel like I am supported and I'm safe with right. loved ones right that's my own childhood trauma of like abandonment like I right. always need to have make sure that I have good people around me that are going to keep me safe and never leave. Yes. Oh, I get it. So when I have like some of my best friends in the world are not on the same healing journey as me. Right. And I can feel the separation. It it causes me anxiety, but I have to like be okay with like, you know, we just might not be best friends for the rest of our lives kind of thing. Right. I think someone once told me that the more you heal, the more triggering it's going to be to other people because Absolutely. they're still stuck in their right. their traumas and identities and behaviors. Absolutely. Your light is casting that reality on their shadow aspect. Yep. So when you're around them, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so much because all these things are coming up. But what you might find is over the next couple of years, as you unapologetically move forward, keep being yourself and holding that space for them one day they may just change because you're now attracting that different version of them. If they have the ability to rot, like rise to the occasion and hold that frequency within them, then they can come back into your life and be a great little aspect with her, you know, a great yeah. little, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of, but they can come back in your life or perhaps they're just not capable and not meant to be that this lifetime they don't have that frequency within them where they're going to shift to that reality with you because that's just not what this time is about they serve their purpose for you yeah absolutely and Mm -hmm. i think everyone everyone has their own divine time and i i've i've accepted that and i love that you said like showing up for your like unapologetically showing up for yourself because it's it's so important especially highly sensitive people like myself yeah which i'm i don't know have you heard the book oh my the, the highly sensitive oh my gosh i have to find it but it's like the highly sensitive person or something okay cool. um and it's basically talking about people who not to say people who are highly sensitive are different beings but they're kind of different beings so yeah empathy like i'm such an empath I feel like you probably are as well. Oh my gosh. So the guilt and shame in me, I feel people's energy so strongly that Mm -hmm. I, I, 
I would just like go small because I couldn't even handle how much I felt other people's emotions. But reading this book and like kind of learning more about myself, I've been better at like disconnecting our emotions kind of thing, you know, leaving space for you. Right. But sorry, I have to step away. Absolutely. That's been like so incredibly important for me. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's... Yeah, being an empath, a lot of different moving parts to that. That's where like truly a lot of my addiction stemmed from was because I felt so much I just needed to shut off from everyone's stuff because I was like... These feelings are way too much. Yep. And that's why I, re- I used to be a pretty social person and no one heard from me for years because I was just like, nope, not doing it. Not feeling your stuff today. I'm already dealing with enough and I can't I can't be doing this. And honestly, to this day, it's pretty hard for me to go out and, you know, I always have to like consciously try and close my chakras and like do these things because... It can be a lot to, and like, you know, that's kind of what my school is about. We're becoming more intuitive and we're doing all these things and you become more psychic almost just as you're growing all these other aspects of yourself within this class. And I notice that I just feel so much and there's, there's times when you just, you have to honor yourself and be like, not today. I honestly just can't today. And that's okay. You need time to recharge. 100%. There's been times, especially if, if someone in my life is like very close to me in my life, but they have insecurities because I'm, I am thinking of people, but I'm not going to say names, but there are people in my life that mean the absolute world to me that have very unfortunate insecurities and I can feel the energy, but they haven't said it yet. And I'm almost like, please don't because I'm going to have to tell you that I can't handle it. But I have a hard time saying I can't handle you right Right. now. So I'm, I'm, I'm really just learning about, I always used to be like, I'm an empath, not really knowing what that, what I was even saying until I actually got into it. And I was like, wow, I am an empath. Empath. And it's okay to separate from that, like from people that are Cause I, same thing, like I would take on other people's energies, whether they said something or not. And I would not have a clue what to do with it. Yeah. And my thought process was either like go towards eating disorder mm-hmm. as my coping mechanism, yeah. because that's what I know. Right. If I didn't choose the eating disorder, then I would get into like a really severe, like self-hate, self-sabotaging like yes. thought process to almost like not suicide that I want to end my life, but like harming myself in other ways. Absolutely. And I was so afraid to harm myself in another way that I would just go towards the eating disorder because I knew what that looked like. Exactly. You were comfortable with it in a very bizarre way. Yes. Yeah. And it would it would kind of like mask and cope that. But at the end of the day, like I was really, really harming my body at the yeah. same time. So even like now, it's honestly still something I'm struggling with and like yeah. working with a little bit, but trying to like sit with that emotion, not right. choosing either horrible emotions, but actually just sitting with it. And I was just had this conversation with, with my boyfriend of just like quote recovery or healing from an addiction is truly sitting with that freaking emotion. Oh man. It's brutal. Sometimes it's so brutal. Yeah. It literally causes me like so much darkness that I know that that's my hump. Yeah. I need to sit with it and I Absolutely. need to sit with it. I need to be okay with it. If it's, if it's like me sitting on the floor crying for three hours you do it. until, and I haven't even experienced that yet, but I think this is, I mean, if you yeah. know, tell me, but like to me, truly getting over that hump of addiction is like sitting with that emotion sitting with it until it goes away again absolutely quote me if I'm wrong because I know I'm I'm haven't gotten there yet but and it gets scary and it gets dirty and it gets messy and I think you know for people who are hopefully into spirituality listening to this invite your higher self in invite your guides in and you're not we're taking too much on ourselves 
And that's what they're here for. They can help you integrate these things. The more you push it down, the more it's going to come up and be more painful at another yeah. time. So to sit with it, to love it, to feel it, to allow it to be seen, allow it to be heard. It wants to just have a moment of your recognition, you yeah. know, and then to call your higher self in because they always know what to do. We don't. We're just on this earth plane as a human being, but they know what to do. They know yeah. how to integrate it. They know how to help you release it. And when you consciously make that decision that they're going to be in that co-creation with you, releasing it does become way more simple than we think it is. I love that. So, I honestly think I needed to hear that because I think, you know, I'm 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 not going to say that I'm going to have another moment, but we're, I'm still going through this process. We're humans, so we're, we're human too. It's never so, ending. Exactly. So mm-hmm. when I'm in that moment, I think for me, it was a lot of like, I need to trust that my spirit guides are there, even though I can't see them. Absolutely. Because for me, I was like, even like for a long time with God, I would talk to God, but like he wasn't giving me what I needed, even though he was. He was, yeah. I, I needed to see him. Like mm-hmm. I needed to see something other than just me by myself because right. I don't feel safe with myself right now and I right. need someone to save me, but I needed that being to save me. And that's where I would attach on to someone, whether they were toxic or not. Yeah. And then I did attach to someone. They were completely mm-hmm. toxic which then made it even more scary because I was like, I gave myself to somebody who I thought I could trust and love, Mm -hmm. who was going to love and keep me safe. And he didn't. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely, I'm screwed. And that's kind of like where I got into more of the spiritual realm of like, you just have to trust. Yes. And even now, like there's some situations where in my life where I'm just like, trust in faith, Cass, trust in faith. Like absolutely, you really have to. Absolutely. And one thing to remember is these beings are so unconditionally loving. They're always going to be there for you no matter what. The moment that you, I mean, they've also got things they want to do too in their realms, right? So we have to make the conscious effort to connect to them. And then they're right there. It's like they're, you know, like they are here. The moment that you're like, be with me, please. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. But they also, you know, like they're doing stuff. We're doing stuff, you know. But these beings that we're giving way too much credit on this earth realm to be that support for us can't even be that support for us because they're going through their own stuff. These beings are the ones that are here to help us navigate through the really scary times. And we should totally do a session and I can see. I would love that. Oh my gosh. I would love that. Because I still feel like I've done work to bring them on, but I feel like am I making my spirit guides up or are they really there? I know they're there. It's I have yeah. moments in my life where I know that there Absolutely. are people around me keeping me safe, Absolutely. but I would love doubt. to be able to like name them, you know, their personalities, like yeah. really connect with them. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, we'll I would do so it. Love we'll that. do it for sure. And you know, I just want to say, Cass, I think it's really important to be easy on yourself with wanting to know more about them because we are humans. We do like things like names. We do like to see things, but I think one thing to remember is that it's actually good to have a healthy amount of skepticism. You know, like a healthy amount of skepticism is very necessary when there's so much out there. There's so much information. There's, you know, it's very, very helpful to have that in your back pocket. Yeah. And, you know, so many people have crazy experiences. Like I had angel wings show up oh my gosh I saw your post and then also show up on my pants and it's like I live alone do you think my dog's like drawing angel wings on the back of my pants like you know they're here and sometimes when you have that desire so strongly within you know you just need to get into a state of receiving and eventually there will be a sign so big that you will not be able to miss it but you have to believe it first before you see it right you have to believe first that's the way it works in the spiritual realm. I ain't going to show you it 100%. if you're not believing it, right? Yeah, and that's why I said, like, 
feel like I was meant to hear you say that, so I do appreciate that. Oh, Thank of you. Course, babe. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like words are really important, mm-hmm. and how you talk to yourself is so important. And yeah. that's something that, oh my gosh, I'm constantly like, especially with the journey of my van. Right. It's it's, it's been a process, and technically my van was supposed to be done like a week ago. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, my builder got sick, so it's not done, and the oh, the, no. the ending point is unknown right now. And I'm so eager. I'm so eager to you be just, in the van. Yeah, I just want it to be here. done. I just I get it. like I'm so bad, but at the same time, I'm like every time I say. I can't wait for the van to be done. I'm just putting it out there that it's not done. Yes. Wow. Good. So I'm like trying to. Good job. Good job. I'm trying to. Get excited. Get more excited. The fact that I'm going to Tofino at the end of August in my van. Yes. And you know, when you, when you catch yourself, just be like, I'm so excited that my van is done because in some reality, your van is done. It's done. Right? Like it is. So just tap into that real quick. Then it doesn't feel like you're lying to yourself. You know what I mean? It's it's real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. So, and, and even on the, the healing journey with the whole eating disorder stuff, like, I, I feel like part of me is it has been healed for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, unfortunately, sometimes I let other spirits come in that remind me that I'm, quote, not. And mm. so I'm trying to find that balance of, like, Cass, you are. Mm. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Do you, do you kind of feel, like, that negative energy around you sometimes, like, that spirit? Like, I have a quick little tool for you if you... Are you saying that like they kind of like those thought forms, those thought processes? Yes, yes. So if you ever actually are feeling like there's beings around you, because I mean, like, let's be real here. Like there are beings everywhere that we can't see. Of course, you know, just say to yourself, like only beings of unconditional love are permitted to enter and remain within the sacred space now. Let it be done. Oh, I love that. And then you just, you know, again, you invite your spirit guides in and you say, please help me you know, find the truth in my thoughts right now and please guide me through these different thought forms and help me discern which ones are going to be the most beneficial for me and not tear me down and bring me down into that state of being that I don't desire and that's not going to be good for making my reality change and reflect who I truly feel like I have become. I love that. Yes, I will, absolutely. Because I think, you know, for the most part, I am... I'm amazing. And then, you yes, those, are. those, those, I, you know, I have to pick and choose my thoughts. Yes, absolutely. Just being conscious of what's yeah. flowing through your mind and what you're yeah. kind of reaching for. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that everyone kind of has that journey as well, right? Like there are days when I'm like, yes, I'm such a boss. And then there's other days that I'm comparing myself to these other spiritual, like crazy people. And I like have this like feeling of being left behind. And I'm like, no, like you were born exactly when you were meant to be born. Everything, you are perfect exactly where you are. Like this is where you are meant to be. And where you are is perfect. And you're perfectly imperfect. You know, like we're figuring it out. And we just have to love ourselves through it. Yeah, and just Mm -hmm. feel so much gratitude. Even like to think like we literally haven't seen each other for years and to think back to that time of our I life know. to now I'm like dang like I am so proud of us I like know. we are so too, different babe. and I so proud of of everything we've gone through to who we are now I we're not the same people no. we're, we're like technically not at all no. the same people no we have, I can barely even recognize that person that I was and I'm sure it's the same for you I don't even remember a lot of Mm -hmm. you know my past 
six years ago. Right. Like, it seems really blurry, but those right. few moments really stand out. But of those course. few moments that stand out for me are the moments that, like, shaped me to who I am right now. Could not agree more. Well said. Everything else is yeah. just, like, a blur and, mm-hmm. like, doesn't even matter. But, yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm very happy for you. Um, so, I guess I – you kind of already answered it, but I wanted to ask you, like, what, what your why was. Like, why – did you tap into this? You kind of already answered it. And so kind of what your why is and what your sole purpose is Mm. for the work that you are already doing. I think those two actually kind of tie together, to be honest. My why is, my why truly is that I have such a strong desire to help it's not me it's always them giving themselves the permission to change but because of what I went through and like being this very dysfunctional like reactive person and truly now being like wow there's so much more to life and there's so much more that I can do so I think my why would just be truly desiring to help people see the best parts of the of themselves and that they can transform no matter what they've experienced, no matter what trauma they've had. Like, it doesn't matter how deep and bad it gets. There is always a light. There is always so much more. Like, you can transform your life if you want to. Yeah. And I think those are the type of people that I want to work with. That's the that's the key to everything for me is, like, you just have to believe you can and allow, and you will. Things will change. So I think my why, again, is just I want to help people transform, and I just want to show them that they're the love that they've been desiring the whole time. They can give it to themselves. I love that. And my sole purpose, I feel like that's what I'm going to be doing through channeling, allowing these beings to speak through me and to help these individuals navigate experiences and problems are going that are, that are that they're experiencing and to give them some knowledge that they've you know some cool spiritual wisdom or galactic wisdom whatever you want to call it that they've kind of been wanting to know and yeah I just I love that I love it too it I, makes me so stoked I was gonna say yeah. I feel like you're already doing it you're already there like I especially since we haven't seen each other but I've always followed you through social media yeah. and I knew you were already doing this like oh yeah and yeah like just talk you just totally transformed, and I absolutely love it. Oh, thanks, babe. I love it. You too. It's so great seeing you, and you know, I've I've always loved you, but you are so powerful now. When I look at you, and I just like feel your energy. It's so like you're grounded, yet you're like desiring so much more for your life. Thank like you, you have that beautiful balance, and I think to think back, we were both very delicate. Seven years ago, we were very, again, more reactive. You probably not as much, but we had these, you know, but tender hearts. Look at what we were doing. And I feel like, you know, I I truly think that Tisha said it perfectly today is I needed them more than they needed me. And I think maybe that was the same for you. We needed these beings. We needed to work with these beings because we needed them more than they needed us truly. Yeah. Right. So I think, yeah, we just, we just changed so much. It's I know, crazy. I know. I guess I have a question because of your, your why and your purpose. Yeah. Do you have people in your life that you look at and you see so much beauty and potential in them, but they are not... There are people that in my life that are just the way they are right. because of... It's just the way I grew up. It's just how I am. And right. you see so much beauty in them 
they don't see it in themselves so they're not open to change like how do you navigate when you're like oh you are holding yourself back and you have so much beauty but they're like so closed off you like know what? I, I love this question because I really tried hard for a long time to people on board I really did because I you know it changed my life and I tried so hard to get them to see what could be for them mm-hmm. and I can't remember what I was listening to some channeled information and the spirit guy or the the being was just like so witty and funny and they were like Man, like if our like if we can't get through to the like to our own human beings that we're connected to, getting our hands in their lives so much and doing all that we can, and we have this like higher perspective and everything. They're like, what makes you think that you can get through to them? Yeah. You know. And so I've really just relaxed into knowing it's their journey, it's their life, God has them. When it's their time to open up and to receive more, then they will. But I can't break my back trying to like change these people anymore. It's not my responsibility. It was wasting so much of my energy that I need to be able to put into my business, into my channeling, all that good stuff, right? Yeah. You got honestly at one point you just have to like have faith and let go. Totally. And I'm I'm kind of I've already tapped into that, but I have to remind myself a lot because there are some people in my family that are just so, this is who I am, this is how I am, and I see so much beauty and potential in them. Right. And me trying to show them that, like, it's not too late. This is how, like, it was almost ruining a relationship. Right. Because I was trying so hard for them to just see the beauty and they would fight me back and be like, no, like, this is just who I am. They're not ready. And I honestly don't know if they'll ever be ready. And it's a hard pill for me to swallow. But I have to just, like, some days where I'm, like, worried and I have to, like, I almost think about like, I just need to call them to make sure they're okay. I just Mm -hmm. need to send them some money to make sure they're supported. Even if I don't have it, I just have to be like, God, like, please protect them. Please keep them safe. Yeah, exactly. Because I get so like, again, empathetic. Like I just get so anxious that like, what if they're not okay? Like what Mm -hmm. if they're going to die tomorrow? Like I just get into this state that I'm just like, God, please protect them because I can't handle this emotion. Absolutely. So I wanted to know, like, yeah, wanted to Mm -hmm. ask you that because you are so connected and You know, it's not easy to do what I said, to just let go and let it be, but truly you have to, to. it's not your responsibility and it's, it's only going to like make things a lot harder on yourself if you have that attachment to needing them to be what we need them to be kind of in a way. Do you know what I mean? Cause a lot of the times it's us desiring to be connected to them in that way when they just... They're just doing what they need to do for them, for where they're at right now, right? And I have people in my life that aren't, they don't really, I have people in my life that don't believe in God and that aren't spiritual. Mm. And I'm like, oh, if you only knew how much your life would expand, but they're just so not. So whatever, I'll still talk my talk and and walk my walk and, and, or I'll just like keep it to myself sometimes. But Yeah, it's tough, and I'm just like, you have no idea. I know. You're missing out. I know, right? (laughs) Well, hey, we have each other. I know. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. My last question, then we'll we'll close this off because it's been a lovely hour, um, is, and it's a big question, and when people ask me this, I'm like, I don't know, but where in your desirable life do you see yourself in three years? Oh, three years. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, well, definitely doing um, channeled sessions full-time, 100%. Having, that's like, of course, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. That's like a six months to a year thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love it. But, you know, channeling is just like my heart, my joy, aside from my dog. Like, truly, that's like kind of all I think about and what I put my energy into. So, by that point, just doing channeled sessions for like my business. 
Um, definitely see myself with another animal for sure. I want to get Arya another animal. Um, and then hopefully with my soulmate or some, yeah. some good guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, because I've, I've been single now like for over three years actually I haven't like like absolutely nothing no just, dating nothing just went on my first date last week for the first time in three years so uh, yeah it's it's been wild um so I would love to have that as a reflection in my life you know for the work that I have done I really like to keep things simple like I love working out totally. I would love to have maybe my own little home gym because I love being with my dogs um yeah you know keeping my circle of friends nice and intimate with you know everyone being on the same page and just yeah self-growth you know that type of thing and I don't know I really do want kids I, feel I was like, gonna say do you have a timeline for I feel like ideal? three years might be a little bit too, I, I don't know you never well, know just, hey yeah I just don't know like, like three I'm, years isn't a long time but so much happens in a year absolutely I mean like I would like if I met someone and things were going great and I was pregnant like I, I there's abortion is not an option for me you know what I mean yeah. like I mean I support what, any, what anyone wants to do I have to make that clear you know <laughs> and maybe if it wasn't the right time or like I don't I actually have no know. idea yeah. I have no idea let's just be real about that definitely want kids I am that person and yeah my hopefully my own podcast going really good at by that point yes. with a huge following do that you have so a link or any anything yeah so we have a we have an instagram it's called the ascended sisters yes I will um, put it in the description of this awesome episode. thanks babe yeah. that's so sweet of you yeah so Basically, those are like my important and my important things. I like I definitely won't be living in Edmonton my whole life. Um, I would love to live in Hawaii. That's my end goal. Nice. I love Hawaii. It's very spiritual, like just all the vortex spots. Uh, Sedona would also be another great spot. Oh my gosh. I follow a girl um, that also does the van life thing and she's oh. there and okay. she is sharing so much. Oh, it's... Locations, beauty. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. It just looks so beautiful. Yeah. Also, um, this is kind of funny. I've been working out at home a little bit more recently. So while I've been on my rebounder, um, I've started watching this show <laughs> called The Virgin River. And it's filmed oh, in BC. And it is... Oh, no. oh, my goodness. Like, it is so beautiful. The girl wakes up every day and she's just running in the trails and it's just small oh. town on a lake. And I like, love it. that's my vibe. I need like very small town. Like I love Vancouver. I don't think I could do the city, but I could do like a really small town. I yeah. just want it to be natural and organic. And I'm just going to continue to live my highest joy every second that I can to the best of my ability. That's just let it organically appear and like yeah. be in the here now. Be grateful for what you have, you know, yeah. I love it. Ah, Amazing. Oh okay. Well, gosh. this was, this was really cool. This it was, was like, so I'm, great. I'm so happy that out of, I think we've tried to hang out so many times, but this just like totally felt right. And Absolutely. it just fit. And you know, I love that you are tapping into this realm and we're on the same page and I would love nothing more to just oh gosh, stay connected that. and go for walks, take our dogs, do sessions, I would love that. do more podcasts. Yes. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. I would love all of those opportunities. Absolutely. Yes, we'll have to do it again. Yes, of course. Sure. Oh, you're so beautiful. Just staring you. into your eyes. Like, Damn girl. <laughs> oh I love it. Well, thank you. We are going to close out everyone listening. Right. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. And I know this will not be the last one, so you can look forward yes. to 
more and I will have Maddie's podcast in the description of this episode. Thanks, babe. Thanks, everyone. Love you all. (laughs) Okay, chat soon.